0: Hanging in Nashville, bringing you fresh music. Oh, this thing on? Hi, how are you guys? I'm Jamie Rodriguez, your host this and every week of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. If you are stateside, happy Thanksgiving week. If you are not stateside, still the feeling of gratitude and thankfulness applies to all of you for tuning in and supporting our show. Hope everyone has a great week as we head into the holidays. And speaking of gratitude, guys, grateful of today's episode, heart full of gratitude for today's guest, I return to one of our favorite 2020 guests, Janet Devlin, guys. You may remember the Irish singer-songwriter. She joined us all the way in June of 2020, which seems both... A short time ago and an eternity ago. It depends on how you see it. But it was one of our favorite pandemic interviews. Janet Devlin. We loved it. She was in lockdown back then. Now she's thriving. And she is, uh just released her latest EP, Not That Deep. And it includes amazing songs, including a cover of Princess Kiss, which we'll talk about in the show. So check out that EP because it's wonderful. Uh, Janet, we love having her. Irish star. I think she lives in London, but she absolutely rocks it. And we talk about a lot of things here. We talk a lot about, um, you know, alcoholism. You know, she quit drinking. So what is it like to date when you don't drink? We talk about the new album covering Prince, any pressure? Uh, What about the pressure to follow up Confessional, her 2020 album? Because that was like a big project, super successful. Any pressure on that? So we go deep with Janet, loved having her on. And surprise guys, you asked for it, the return of Flip the Tune, where we reverse uh, an artist's songs and see if they can know what they are in reverse. So we played that with Janet, so stay tuned for that. If you want to find out more about Janet Devlin, www.JanetDevlin.com, and if you are new to our show, please take 20 seconds of your time, click subscribe, give us a review, that helps us a lot. And without further ado, let's get straight to it, guys. Janet Devlin on j Roth Concerts, the podcast. Hello.
1: In the
0: flesh, wake up the children, wake up the neighbors. Janet Devlin is back on the show.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for having me back.
0: How are you doing, Janet? Look at you.
1: I'm good I'm just a little bit sick but uh not COVID um just a little cold
0: <laughs> isn't it funny how now we have to say that
1: I know I know literally <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so just a normal cold of course uh where are you coming to us from Janet
1: uh, I come from England. England
0: I love it you know Janet w- w- we were doing the math yesterday it's been almost a year and a half since we last had you on the show what i know i know a year and a half a year and five months wow
1: that's I a lot i've even been high lot. since then <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know what we have so much to get to obviously your new single your forthcoming ep and so on your youtube show you're kicking butt in major ways but first of all janet like you look amazing you look great
1: <laughs> thank you so much
0: yeah. a little
1: bit of makeup and some good natural light—and can't fix. You know what I
0: mean? <laughs> oh right, you, you're you're so humble, right? Listen, <laughs> listen—it's—it's the genes, it's the genes for sure, Janet. But yeah, oh, look—I I mean, when we last talked, it was la- it was last June, and of course, you were coming out with this like not only an album, which we loved, Confessional—we we rocked it like all summer last year—but you also came out with a book, right? A super personal book, amazing book as well. Um, so I guess after such a, the question would be. <laughs> yeah there she is after such a prolific like time janet where you're like unleashing this project after another all great you know how do you start a new project right and 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 the reason why i ask is we've talked to some guests and they always say it's a little bit scary to be in that void
1: yeah um i think for me i always just knew that after confessional And I literally said it for so long to my team. I was like, I want to do something that's not that deep. I want to do something that's not that deep. I just want to like make art. I want to go through my old catalog and put out things that I've loved that just never had a home. And literally I just kept, I just kept saying it. Then that's literally how the EP got its name because I sat in my manager's office and I was like, why don't I just, why don't I just call it? It's not that deep. And then there's no rules for this whole EP. I can just, put anything I want on it for whatever like literally for no reason if I like the song that's enough of a reason because it's literally not that deep so this project was just it just kind of came to be in in and of itself it but just because of how laid back and lackadaisical it was it's just been so fun to just make like make art and I was so glad I just kind of jumped head first and started doing it instead of getting myself bogged down and panicking and things like that, I just went straight in.
0: You know, that makes perfect sense. Right. Because you've become like this, you know, you're like so, you know, wise beyond your years and you've become like a (laughs) voice for like your fan. Yeah. You're, by the way, you're like 600 years old in maturity. I I should say that. (laughs) Janet is 600 years old, guys, in case you guys didn't know. Um, But yeah, so that makes perfect sense. Like, you know, like you've talked, you've talked about really heavy subjects uh, almost ahead of its time, like mental health and a bunch of other stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. Like something completely like to cleanse the palate. That makes total sense.
1: Yeah, and it just kind of, because of where I want to go next, like, I want to go to country next, so it just kind of felt like, to me, yeah, like, a perfect palate cleanser, just, like, a bunch of things that I wanted to do and just enjoyed and wanted to put out, like, because at the end of the day, that's all it really should be about, really, you know, it doesn't have to be, like, a big album with a book and really deep and dark, but I needed to put that album out so that I could just be my true authentic self and that, you know, if I ever did write a song about my alcoholism, like a country song, you know then I could just do it and like people already knew about my my demons and my, my secrets and stuff so then it just like leaves me now as an open book to write about whatever the heck I want to write about
0: I love it, by the way, we, we moved since we last talked, we moved our show to Nashville so whenever you do the country oh. thing you have like already, you have a support system in Nashville, okay, just so you know
1: amazing
0: so 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 janet like where do you go when you want to like recharge like when you want to when what is like your your space where you want to craft a new song where you're stuck on a lyric Mm. where you are like feeling a little dour do you work out like what is your creative like recharge space
1: so i have a few things because of my mental health issues like i have a few a few different kind of coping mechanisms like if i'm having a bad day there's some days where I just can't do anything and i'm not afraid to admit that where it's like i've just i've had a wall like it's not today it's not my day and as someone who suffers with some of the things that i suffer with like i sometimes can't put myself in harm's way um sometimes and i would literally just spend a day like that in bed and yeah. i'd be on a TikTok and just kind of getting ideas you know all that kind of stuff that's a really bad day and um, most of the time I just try my best to like get up and go to the gym and work out uh, it's very very good for me uh, for whatever reason it just seems to work really really well uh, for helping me cope um, but as far as like the creative process and things it totally varies honestly like I think for me the quickest way I work is by just putting myself in a songwriting session with someone else because I have the attention span of a small rodent and if I put in a room with someone then they hold me accountable and I end up you know finishing the song and when it comes to just working from home I'm lucky and I'm blessed to have like a little mini home studio going on over here um, which means that, like, yeah, I can just set set up a session and just work away from this room. Uh, sometimes you just can't be bothered and you just sit in bed and you get your iPhone dictaphone out. You know, yeah. it all varies. You know, some days are some days are easy, some days aren't, and uh, you just try your best. You know,
0: love it, love it, love it, Janet. And you know, let me ask you about your alcoholism for a second because we really didn't talk about it less you're that much, but I think you're going on like a thousand and like a hundred days over something like that.
1: Something like that, Which is like
0: amazing. Congratulations. First of all, that is amazing. Uh, You know, Janet, if you don't mind sharing and you can share as little or as much as you want, but what was like the low point? Like what was the breakthrough point, you know, where you really had like the breakthrough of like enough? So I used to
1: think that the first time I had enough, Was you know a few years ago, whenever I had like a really really bad spot drinking again, and my team were over it, I was over it. Like everyone had quit at that point, and I was it was fair because I I'd put them through the ringer so many times, and that last breaking point was when I got and I got into recovery, but I relapsed three years after that, um, and I think that for me was my true breaking point. It wasn't like my lowest, my darkest relapse or anything but that means but what had happened the second time around was I was actually drinking and taking benzodiazepines which is a deadly concoction and a lot of people have died like even some singer songwriters have died that way and I think for me that was my personal wake up call where it was like you're because I I wasn't drinking as heavy and as bad as I was in the past you know but it was what it symbolized like I was really putting my life in danger and I was, I was doing it so flippantly, like, I just really didn't care,
0: right. and
1: it's, it's a very scary place to wake up and realize that you are dancing with death on the constant, and you don't care, like, because you should care about your life, you should be excited to live, you should be happy to wake up, and all of these things that like, I just, I just didn't have, and, you know, the first time around in my recovery, like, I didn't address any of my other issues, you know, because it's not just alcohol for me, you know, it's, um, self-harm it's anorexia it's bulimia it's it's a bunch of other things that are also a part of it and I never got the help for those things and uh, so basically I took all my mortgage money that I'd saved up which you know was a humble amount but it was like this was about 13 grand that I'd managed to save up and I was you know very proud of myself Um, but I had to take that money all of it every single penny and borrow some and uh, go to rehab. And that is whenever my life changed for the better. Um, and yeah. because from that point on, you know, I actually got sober, like I wasn't popping benzos. I wasn't um, relapsed, like I haven't relapsed of food or anything like that. So, so for me, that was my, not my lowest point, but just kind of when I realized that I had to make a difference basically. Yeah,
0: amazing. What a great story, Janet. And I think on a lighter note, on like that story, but on a lighter note, you've talked on TikTok about like dating, when you're like, don't drink, right? <laughs> yeah. That's such a great yeah. clip. Do you mind sharing with my audience like a little bit about that experience?
1: Oh, it's just the funniest thing ever. And especially if you're Irish, you know, people just expect you to drink like all a lot. And I I mean it's not wrong, because I did. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just dating as an alcoholic is just kind of one of the funniest experiences of my life. Like, there have been times where I've turned up to a date and they've you Know they've tried to be sweet and they've already ordered me a glass of like rose. And they're like, a guy literally put a glass of rose in front of me. Is like, I know ladies love rose, and I was like, Not this one, not this not lady, this one, dude. My guy. Like, <laughs> I used to. Um, so I've just had so many just awkward experiences. I definitely have had it where like there was a few sad experiences as well. You know, like I once started dating this guy, and I swear to god, I thought he was the like the love of my life, and we got on like so well. And everything was perfect. And the only thing that was not perfect was his alcohol consumption. Like when I say he drank a lot, he drank a lot. Right. And there was very rarely weekends where we weren't together and he wasn't drinking. Um, so that came to a point where I had to just be like, I can't be in this relationship anymore. Like I can't do it. And you know, that was definitely one of those moments where it's like I probably for the rest of my life in my head, I was like, I'm probably gonna say that this is the one that got away forever, you know um because i can't explain the chemistry but there was like a lot of chemistry there so yeah it's ups and downs
0: <laughs> you know what it, it, it just wasn't it was part of the journey you know and it was like it was like yeah. meant not meant to be basically it was to show you all like some so parts of what you want but like yeah you, you can't have that for sure for sure yeah. janet um okay so you this year you went back on the road finally you know you've been back in front of your fans you've been back singing actually you recently finished a pretty long leg you played birmingham London, a whole bunch of stuff. Tell us Mm -hmm. a little bit about the first show back, Janet. Just like, were you nervous? What did you wear? Like, just what do you remember from that first show this year back?
1: The first show is like a mixture of all things. So I was obviously petrified, so scared, so afraid. You know, you've always got these fears in your head that like, oh, I don't know that song well enough. or I don't know this. And it's like a lot of things I have to digest and memorize and just scared and like there was a plus side you know like my friend I made loads of friends through TikTok you know we're we're all TikTokers and we all get on really well and um they all came so there was like 20 of my friends there and they (laughs) they had a few drinks and they were pretty rowdy um but it was just like the loveliest feeling to have like my mates in the audience but then also like I call my like my fans my friends as well like and to have them in the audience was just like most heartwarming feeling the venue was full like it was unreal like genuinely especially like when you've spent so long being locked up in your house and away from people you know because even though I don't tour often like I still do like on and off gigs here and there and so to go from playing no gigs to just jumping straight in at the deep end and trying to manage like a row a rowdy crowd was right. um it was interesting to say the least like so I was definitely petrified like I just remember the nerves and you know I I for stage wear I wore like these massive flares these black velvet flares <laughs> nice with these like Stevie Nicks style yes. sleeves on my on my top and. It just meant that like everything you do had movement because like I didn't know how big stages were going to be. And it's like important that, you know, you can still carry a gig with movement in your arms and things like that. And mm-hmm. um, so like I just opted for flary top, flary bottoms nice. and some chains.
0: <laughs> Love that. Love that, Janet. I'm amazing. By the way, you're like a low-key fashion icon. I, I'm just going to say it. Like <laughs> I'm going to say it for you. Like kind of low-key. You don't know that yet, but you are. Um okay. I wanna I wanna play a little game with you before we leave, but I have to ask you about the the, the prince cover, Kiss. Right? Did it lose you? So I have you?
1: Sorry, you, you broke you broke up there for a sec. <laughs> all good, all
0: good, all good, all good. Yeah, so anyway, so I wanna play a little game with you before you leave, but we have to talk about Prince. And we have to talk mm-hmm. about that wonderful uh, cover of Kiss that you un, un- released, right? So just yeah. Share with us a little bit, like, you know, your relationship with Prince, which I know runs creatively deep. And why did you pick this song?
1: Um, So I just always loved the song. I just always did. It used to be like my go to going on a date, kind of like having a shower song, like because it's, it's like the perfect amount of like flirty and like upbeat. And it's like the kind of energy, you know, you want to carry into dating date totally. or whatever. And I just, I just loved it. It used to just bring my mood up so much. And I used to even work out to it and stuff like that. Like, I love the song. Um, and it's one of those ones where it's like, oh, you can never do a cover of that because like, how would that even, how would that even work? But like in the back of my head, like I was like, that would, cause lyrically it's, it's it can still be quite pretty. And I was like, I really want to make that a stripped down song. Like, I want to turn it into like a country number. And my goal with like the sonics of it and like the arrangement really was like, I wanted to imagine the most hipster couple in the world, what (laughs) they would dance to for their first dance. So that was it. Like that's what my goal was to create like a first dance hipster song, um. And I think I think it, it turned out quite well for what I wanted it to be. You know, it's Definitely. done better than I expected, and I and I still laugh to this day. Like when I told my manager we were in in the session because I was taking a bunch of songs up that I wanted to rework, and uh, I was like, I really want to do a cover of Kiss by Prince, and he's like, That's not gonna work. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean
0: it's it's risky, but you can do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but literally within like ten seconds of singing it, he was like, Oh hit me wrong and uh, yeah. <laughs> was, yeah so it was it was nice like um, I just I just love the song you know I mean
0: you, yeah you're amazing at covers like really no one does covers like you Janet <laughs> but okay thank you so much you've been so good with your time I want to play a little game with you before you leave okay. it's called it's called flip the tune okay and the rules oh. are simple the rules are we play we're going to play three songs 10 second intense 10 second clips three 10 second clips of your songs in reverse okay and we want to just know how well you know your own songs that's it
1: okay so i just have to name the song
0: yes see if you recognize it okay you're cool yeah
1: you're clear ready
0: all right here we go flip the tune with janet devlin song number one and away we go
1: this is my confessional confessional
0: It is. Oh my God. You're a beast. You're going to kill this game already. Unbelievable. Look at you. You already did better than like half of the people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do the next one. Here we go.
1: Friday, I'm in love. Unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable. Two for two, Janet Devlin. (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, apologies for like, you know, You you, you should see, you should see like artists here. But anyway, all right, (laughs) let's go for the trifecta, Janet. Flip the tune, see if you can get perfect score. And away we go.
1: Yes. Yeah. Cool, I just wanted
0: to make sure. Unbelievable. Well, Janet... I mean, there's nothing to say. You are an amazing artist. Uh, we're so excited for everything that's going on with you. You look amazing. Your projects are amazing. You know, we're proud of you. Rock on. Keep rocking. Thank you so much for your time, Janet. No,
1: thank you so much for having me and for having me back.
0: Absolutely. You're a friend of the show at this point. So absolutely. Oh, thank you. Take
1: care. Hey, <laughs> right, bye. bye.
0: This has been J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.